0: Hello and welcome to celebrate the date, the party podcast for every day of the week. I'm your first and most spectacular host, Colton David Pratt.
1: Why would you say it like that? You sound like a theater kid.
0: <laughs> I was trying to sound like um, I don't. I was trying to sound like a cartoon character, but I don't really know which one. I think I think I was trying to sound like that golden dude from. That we watch, it's Justin McElroy voices the golden dude.
1: I was going to say, I'm pretty sure we don't watch that show. And it's just, you've only seen it because it's Justin McElroy.
0: Yeah, it's a guy we like <laughs> who voices a golden dude on a cartoon. And he yeah, goes. The McElroy
1: brothers are literally <sighs> Colton's like heroes. I mean, I like them too. They're they're like my favorite podcasters They're my favorite like comedians. But they are like literally Colton's heroes. It's 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 kind of cute, really.
0: I do very much enjoy them in their whole vibe. They they seem yeah, like Colton very really good people. Yeah, really wants to just
1: be like best friends with the McElroy brothers.
0: That would be amazing to be best friends. They also friends. know Lin
1: Manuel Miranda, which I used to think was so cool.
0: You don't anymore, Andrew buff Buffett. You've, man, you've given up. You've given up on it being a cool thing <laughs> for them to know.
1: No, no, I still think I still think it's so cool. I just have grown out of my little Hamilton phase that I was in.
0: That's very and true. And then my
1: in the Heights phase that followed my Hamilton phase.
0: Okay, Katie, I have a couple things to tell you, like I do. I've started writing down a couple things. Oh,
1: I have a thing to say too before you say your Oh things. yeah,
0: exciting. You go first.
1: Okay. Um, I think our new intro sound is so much better than the old one. You paid the same price for them, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The second one turned out so much better.
0: It's the same dude. This one is uh
1: It was uh, the same guy?
0: Yeah. But this, well, this one was Well shout out to him.
1: He made a really awesome uh party podcast. Sound, yes, he Sound. Did.
0: Second thing I wanted to say. Katie, the TikToks are doing fine, but not doing the greatest. So what? guess what we're going to do? Because of that. What? The TikToks are doing fine, but not doing the greatest. So we are pandering. Am I the a-hole for getting upset Am I, for my girlfriend for giving my tattoo to my mom? My Wait, what 25- are you pandering? We're pandering to TikTok. Because our TikToks are doing fine, so we're pandering.
1: No, but wait... We're, Am I the we're A-hole stealing for- someone else's podcast idea no, to we're stealing the TikTok. Every,
0: we're stealing every other podcast's idea. Say it this in a Reddit voice. Literally-
1: literally- Say it in Am a voice reader voice, because that's like half the TikToks I Am get I are like the A-hole robots. I for
0: getting upset at my girlfriend for giving my mom a tattoo? My yeah. 25 male girlfriend, 22 female, and I have been together for over a year. She's covered in tattoos, which I've always liked. She's always been artistic and has, uh, has been tattooing herself and her friends for years. My parents are more conservative and traditional, so when they planned a trip to visit us, I told her to just wear long clothes and cover them up. She refused, and on the day they visited, she wore a crop top with shorts that showed off most of her tattoos. I warned her again before they came in, but she just shrugged me off. I was shocked when my parents came in and just started complimenting her on the tattoos, especially my mom. My mom spent uh, spent ages to her talking about tattoos, so me and my dad went out in the backyard. When they when I came back in, my mom rushed up to my father to show off the tattoo my girlfriend gave her. It was four small flowers running up her arm she she said it represented our family. That's really cute. My dad loved it. it and my mom was busy telling everyone on Facebook about it. My girlfriend came downstairs and I asked why she would put that on my mom without asking me and she laughed in my face and said my mom was a grown woman. she is yeah fair. My parents then told uh took my girlfriend's side. So I stormed upstairs. I could hear them for hours downstairs until my parents left. It's been a few days and I can't bring myself to talk to her about it. Uh, Talk to her after she did that behind my back. Am I the a-hole? Yes.
1: (laughs) Uh, There's no reason to be mad. Your mom's a grown woman. I feel like this is too much of directly stealing someone else's idea. And I'm uncomfortable doing it. This is piracy.
0: Have you not seen... Kitty, this is literally every other... like. It's not just one other podcast that does this bit. It's literally every podcast on TikTok does this bit.
1: You know what's not uh, piracy?
0: Celebrating holidays?
1: No, the text I just got from my mom. What hey, did it say? can you set me up to see your Snapchats? Andy said they're funny. I'd like to read them. I said, yeah, I can get you set up on Snapchat. I haven't used it in a long time, but I'll use it if you're on there. Mom said... Mm-hmm. What is Andy talking about? He acted like oh, it was recent she, and ongoing.
0: She's seeing my, she's seeing my stories. I post, I post the TikToks onto my story on Snapchat. So there, so Andy must oh. be seeing, seeing my TikToks. Who is Andy?
1: Why is Andy on your Snapchat?
0: Uh, pfft, I have no idea why Andy sees my stories, but apparently Andy can see my stories, and they thought it was funny. Wait, um, I'm gonna okay. ask:
1: Is Andy talking about Colton's funny? Why are you having a conversation with her? Mom? Or just funny in general,
0: because I don't know what else I'm doing funny on TikTok. I, not TikTok. Sorry, Snapchat. Because I don't really talk to Andy.
1: Yeah, is um, Andy? Who is Andy? How would Andy follow your Snapchat and be friends with Mom?
0: Oh, Andy's the guy. He was. He's. He's one of Mom's coworkers that must follow me on Snapchat. Why or, does he follow yeah.
1: you on Snapchat?
0: I don't know. I don't talk he, to wait, him. Ta- Snapchat? Maybe, is
1: he on? Is he following you on like Instagram? Maybe I can understand because Instagram's like follow your contacts. I have.
0: I have no idea. I have no idea.
1: Okay, but now we're going
0: to get into the show. It's been five minutes, which is way too long of an opening banter. Wait a minute, Last week,
1: She's, she, he said that Katie and Colton were were funny. Okay, yeah, that's us.
0: That's me. Posts that's TikToks.
1: His TikToks on his Snapchat, but he also posted. Wow. them okay. on elsewhere. Instagram, Instagram and, and TikTok. TikTok. Wow, this so is the least I funny. if <laughs> I set up any of those for you, you'll be able to see them.
0: So last week, Katie. In my
1: opinion.
0: It, oh, my goodness. You're still going? They
1: are really funny and cute. And You're everyone to should go follow chat. our Instagram at Celebrate and the TikTok. Date. Yes, please. That'd
0: be great. Okay. So last week, Katie, can we get to the holidays now? I'm 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 fiending for some holidays. I'm fiending okay. for holiday delights.
1: Fiending for holiday delights. Was my mom not delightful enough for you?
0: Not for holiday celebrations. Last week was National Animal Poison Prevention Week and Wait, okay, let's make week. a TikTok
1: right now. This is for you. Shout out to you. my mom, Amy Pratt, My Mom. Yes. Watching us on Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, and listening to our voices on,
0: on any Celebrate podcast the Day
1: Listening app
0: celebrate the date please we would Follow love it if you us can. at
1: celebrate the date on any of those go to prattpodcast.com you'll find the link why are to all we of advertising we're going to cut that into a tiktok you're cut, cutting that into a tiktok and oh, then you okay. put it posting it so that my mom can see it i love you mom <laughs>
0: <laughs> love you mom um today this month and this week katie i'm just gonna we're gonna get into this week we, we don't we didn't poison ourselves this week is national cleaning week this is a week to get dirty to get that's in good. Get, that's really get good scrubbing
1: um, I, this isn't really about cleaning, but it's just a thought that I had. I think I've had a cup of coffee and now my thoughts are going crazy. Um, you yep. can kind of make it about cleaning, uh, because I had to wear cleaning gloves to do it.
0: Okay. Tell me.
1: My dog went to the vet and he has Lyme disease. And so we had to catch his pee in a, in a Tupperware uh, container and I'd take it to the vet. And so I followed him around all morning yesterday with a Tupperware container to try to catch his pee when he went up to pee on something. <laughs> And it didn't work because anytime I got near him, he would get too excited and forget to pee. <laughs> that's so funny. It was really good. So
0: funny. Um, that's genuinely really makes me laugh so much. Uh, so for cleaning week, I have to do. I mean, I think honestly, I think we don't really have much. Do we have anything cleaning related that you and I have done in our lives or anything like? No, cleaning we related? don't really do. We don't. We don't do much. I cleaning. literally
1: wash dishes for a living, bro.
0: That's very true.
1: Not, you're not supposed not to though, supposed right? I'm not supposed to. No, they just don't have enough dishwashers. And so I go in to do my actual job. And then when my actual job gets to the easy part, like where you just clean up and stand around until you get to go home, then they put me on the dishwashing job. However, the dishwashing job is the other way around where it's easy. You stand around and just wait for dishes for like five hours that I'm doing my hard part of my job. And then when the dishwashing job gets hard, that's when they put me on it. So I do my hard cook job, and then when I should be getting a break and get to go home, they put me on the hard dish job.
0: Who's you should ask them to do it for. Like get, he, when he they actually has.
1: Aaron has. My boss has done dishes before, not as much as I did, but he's done dishes before, which I makes me makes me less likely to complain about having to do dishes because if he's doing dishes, I'm like, okay, you're taking one for the team. I can take some for the team too. Yeah.
0: So this week. Uh, take one for the team. Do dishes. Yeah, take uh, one for the team
1: and do dishes and don't complain.
0: Yeah, exactly. Thank. you
1: He gave me a thirty dollars Panera gift card for doing dishes.
0: That's a, that's a weird form of compensation, Aaron.
1: I know. I thought it was weird. Give her money. I literally okay. Don't tell (laughs) anyone. Give (laughs) her money. Don't tell anyone. But I was like in the car on my break, like discussing with my mom, like how I'm going to have a conversation with Aaron to let him know I either need to stop doing dishes and get paid a little bit more, or I have to find somewhere else to work. And then I go back inside. I'm like, okay, find Aaron, set up a meeting. And then Aaron comes up to me and is like, I just want to let you know, we really appreciate you. And we're trying to, we're trying everything we can to make it so you don't have to do dishes anymore. And I was like, and then he gave me a gift card and I'm like, okay, well now I can't have that conversation with him for like at least two weeks. (laughs) You got (laughs) to let that niceness wear off.
0: Because, like, for the last three, uh, like, days in a row, last couple days in a row, Katie's texted the group chat my family and said, I, I could tell, I could sense they're going to ask me to do the dishes.
1: Yeah, because there's no one on right dish. Nobody likes asking me because they ask me literally every single time and they all feel bad because they know I hate it. But I never say no. And I'm the only Why one there you? that's going to do it. Because Why am not ask at, anybody else? I'm the fastest at it out of all the people who aren't dishwashers. And usually I'm the one who gets there at the right time that I... That I won't be staying for like nine hours. I stay for nine hours anyway because I'm by myself. But yeah. like, I get there at eleven thirty, so eleven thirty to eight is a normal shift. Other people get there at ten thirty, so they wouldn't be able to stay late enough to um, mm. to to help me with dishes. Which
0: is That's ridiculous weird.
1: because then I'm doing it by myself, and then I have to stay until nine because there's too much to do. Shout That's, out to I'm... Robin, my favorite temp. She stayed late past when she was getting paid. Like she only got paid until six. <clears throat> She stayed till six thirty to help me with dishes because they made Aww. her stay by herself the other day. And That's then so Leanne, nice my though. other favorite temp, Leanne, I'm the only one who likes Leanne in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone else, don't has tell told Leanne me. that. No, I, I haven't. Need to bleep her name? No, literally, she came up to me. She's like, "Hey, why does everyone treat me like I have the plague?" And I was like, "Uh," and then I, in my brain, I was thinking, "It's because they don't like you." But then in my, mouth, in my I hate mouth, in my mouth. I in my mouth I just said in my mouth I just said, um, oh, I just think they're really shy. They took me a lot took them a long time to warm up to me too. But I think they just all find her kind of um like shrill.
0: But Katie, this is There's nothing wrong with her. She's At just sh- this is a podcast that Leanne may find someday. I Leanne, love you, Leanne, I just want
1: you to know I'm Katie from the kitchen. I'm the only one who's nice because I actually <laughs> like you. Uh,
0: Leanne, I like you too. There's I think today. Kyle might like you. Kyle might like you, Leanne. Okay, we're moving on, Katie. We're moving on.
1: Shout out to Robin. The...
0: Yeah, okay. Cool. Robin, Leanne, they're all nice. Katie's cool, too. Moving on to the next day. This day, I'm the most excited to celebrate of any day uh, that we celebrated on this podcast ever. Uh, and because, for one very important reason, it is National Weed Appreciation Day. 420? Uh No, March 28th.
1: You, you gotta say the date. You can't just today say today what day Mondays. it is.
0: Today is Monday, March 28th. There we which go. Is National Weed Appreciation Day, uh, so I will tell you. I'm going to read the description because it's gonna it's gonna lower your excitement for this holiday tenfold. You ready? Okay. Did you know that National Weed Appreciation Day is on March 28th? Why appreciate weeds? You ask.
1: Oh, it's because like some dandelions. weeds are
0: actually beneficial for our ecosystem. Like dandelions. They act as a nutritious food and herb. They act as nutritious foods and herbs, and some of them have even have medicinal value.
1: I actually so don't mind weeds. As a, There's some really pretty weeds.
0: So take this day as an opportunity to go out of your garden and appreciate those weeds for the benefits they provide. Oh, go out, out of your garden is like a good
1: metaphor. Take go this day of. to go out of your garden. Like, get out of your oh,
0: comfort it, zone? I mean, it says go out in your garden, but oh. I like that a metaphor as well. Um, I have one thing to say about weeds. Yeah, one okay, time, say it. there was an empty lot diagonal from my house when we were growing up. And me and a bunch of my friends went out there with sticks in our shoes, and we would boot the heads. There, it was, like, infested with the dandelions, but in, like, the poofy stage. Yeah, the poofy dandelions. The the poofy dandelion stage, and so we went out there and we made a game to kick the heads off as many of those as we could. And we literally was like, basically got the entire yard cleared out of dandelions. We just kept chopping them down with like sticks. So we're taking swaths and swaths of dandelions out at a time. And then literally the next day, they'd all come back because we yeah, because you were
1: spreading the.
0: We're just spreading the seed. We were we were falling for the dandelion trap. They set a trap, which is young boys will come. (laughs) 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 Young boys will come spread our seed. I was there too. You were there, too?
1: Mm-hmm. I, oh, I have remember. a distinct memory of this.
0: I remember for sure Ethan was also there, um, who was our older boyfriend. Kind of think of it. Ethan was in sixth grade. We were in, like, first
1: grade, and he like, played with Ethan us all a the time. Ethan had a really hard time making friends, and so he needed to rely on the younger kids who thought because he was older, he was cool, which I feel... <laughs>
0: <laughs> her mic just fell. It just randomly fell apart. I don't know what she did to it, but her mic just like that noise okay, that's he better. was was her mic just like all of a sudden <laughs> tried to fall over for no reason. What happened?
1: It fell. What What'd you do to it? I didn't do anything to it. It just it like suddenly went off balance and fell over.
0: You were getting really serious about Ethan. and then you just knocked your mic. What happened?
1: It just fell. I don't know. I I didn't touch it.
0: Dive into his psyche again. Where? What were you?
1: Oh, (laughs) even even had a hard time making friends, and so he relied Mm -hmm. on the younger kids who all thought he was cool. Um,
0: Because he was, he had age on us.
1: Yeah, because he did. And then once he got to the point where he was in like high school, and we were still in elementary school, my parents stopped making made us stop hanging out with him.
0: That makes sense because in my mind, he was always also he touched
1: he touched the top of my head one time and said something about my hair being really soft, and then my parents were like, "Yeah, don't talk to him again."
0: Hmm. Yeah, that is weird.
1: Yeah, and he was like he was literally like fifteen and I was like eight.
0: That, okay. i at, at the age when I was play, hanging with Ethan, in my brain I was like, he's just like me. Like he's for the reason I always thought he was not that far apart in our in ages. No, us, yeah, he was he really way was. older than we were. Yeah, I was in he, third
1: grade when he was in like seventh or eighth. I don't remember. I don't know how big of a gap that is, but
0: no more bashing, Ethan. Let's let's okay, continue. Yeah. Let's, let's Shout celebrate out some Ethan.
1: weeds. Ethan, I'm sure you just had trouble making friends and you didn't mean to creep me out by touching my hair.
0: Okay. Here's one of the favorite Okay, here's another thing that I like to do sometimes. Okay. There's a cal there's a calendar for the National Weed Appreciation Day timeline.
1: Okay? Oh, you do like to read the timelines.
0: Guess what the earliest date on this day on this day is? This is the, a fun thing.
1: The earliest the f- national weed appreciation?
0: Yeah, what's the first thing that they thought was important to this holiday? The first thing on this timeline, the first year? Uh,
1: 1784.
0: No, 10,000 BC.
1: Okay, they always do that. They always put like a 10,000 BC, and they, it's just yeah, like the really, first time weed is ever mentioned. Th-
0: no, this was before, like, uh, this is before, like, literature. Thedas was estimating that approximately 12,000 years ago. Uh,
1: the first weed was born.
0: Weeds, yeah, that's when weeds started becoming a thing. So that's literally, they, which, like, I understand the idea, but they also must understand that a 12,000-year gap in your timeline makes your timeline look really sparse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the next, the next day was 1956, where Society on Weed Science,
1: okay. the first
0: learning society on weed science, the Weed Science Society of America Imagine is established. Imagine being
1: so, so, like fascinated weeds. by weeds that you make a society.
0: Imagine being a plant and being like, here's my strategy. Go up fast, take root, and survive, and then discover that every intelligent species hates you. And
1: like, not every, be, like, I think it's just humans. I don't think any other animals the most, mind most okay, The most
0: intelligent species you. You know what weed
1: I do hate? Poison ivy.
0: Is poison ivy a weed? I
1: don't know.
0: I think it's an ivy. Is I an should an join a weed the weed, same thing? weed
1: association. I have no idea. I don't know anything about weeds. They probably would teach me.
0: One time when I was we were little, Katie, me, and my grandma went on a horse ride, and we were I was riding our little pony. Katie was riding our medium-sized pony, and my grandma was riding a horse. And because I was riding the pony, our pony, my pony was so short that I was the only one who got poison ivy on my ankles because my ankles dragged in the weeds as we walked, and so I got poison ivy all up <laughs> on my ankles. Everybody else's horse was tall enough that they walked over the poison ivy. Man, I, I got being... poison
1: ivy all over my face like the day before my graduation. <laughs> oh no i know because i went out and like um was like because i had a, my grad party was coming up i went and like mowed my mm. the back the back area of my house and like yeah. it's like a creek with like weeds and i mowed it and then i came inside and like two days later i had a rash all over my cheeks and like my lip I'm and I'm, so, I'm sorry and I then i had to go to my graduation ceremony my grad party right after
0: I, I'm like, Katie, okay, that's really terrible.
1: I know it made me really sad. But at the same time, I I didn't care all that much. I just was itchy.
0: You didn't care? Your face looked like a mess. I guess you're used to it. Oh,
1: oh.
0: you got wrecked. No, you got okay. absolutely demolished. Absolutely okay. demolished. Destroyed. Never been more destroyed than that moment right then. Katie. Yes. We're going to move on from weed day.
1: OK, thank you. And here's thank what goodness. I think you
0: should do. In this next day, we should okay, try be more Okay, f- tell me what the
1: date is. Tell me what the date is.
0: But first, in the, just as a precursor, in this next day, I think we should try and be more funny.
1: <laughs> you don't think we were funny in the last one? Not
0: really, no. I think we should be more funny. We should talk less about people we knew at one point and more about jokes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, today is March 29th. And I just realized this day is also going to lead to talking about people and things we've done before. But it's okay. Today is March twenty Tuesday. Which, of course, on Tuesday, March 29th, you're going to be celebrating World Piano Day.
1: Oh, I know how to play "Drunken Sailor" on the piano, and that's it.
0: And you can do it with your arms crossed, can't you?
1: Yeah, because there was a point in "Drunken Sailor" where, like, the melody it, like switched hands, which what your what hand you're supposed to be playing with. And I had to do it for class, and like as a performance, and I didn't realize that nobody else was going to pay attention to that part of the song. I thought everyone else was doing the same thing I was doing and I couldn't make my hands work. So I just switched them around and played it like that. I like switched (laughs) switch hand because I can't get my, my left hand to do anything like dexterous. It's sad. Yeah, no, it's pretty, it's pretty much just like a grabbing machine. It doesn't do anything other than that.
0: Just a grabbing machine. Yeah. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, Is there, so Katie and I, when we were little, Went to a piano teacher for a while. Uh,
1: For a while, he means like three lessons, but she was so strange, and she made Colton babysit her kid while I was playing piano.
0: Yeah, she would get up during our lessons. She got up during our instruction to go make tea for her little kid because her little kid wanted to have a tea party, and then I had to have a tea party with this random child as Katie was learning piano. And uh, Colton literally,
1: she's like, okay, now have a tea party with my daughter while I teach Katie.
0: Yeah, it was a weird thing. Like, I, I mean.
1: We didn't I, go yeah. back after that.
0: We did not. And we never learned piano. No. My, mom was the, <laughs> my mom was the only one who wanted us to learn t- piano. But please. it's a
1: good skill to have. I wish I knew how to play piano now. But it wasn't worth the tea party with the with the little kid.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wish I I wish I knew how to play an instrument. Not necessarily a piano. Pianos are the I ones you to can't play really move around. Like
1: Yeah. Like, I, I wish I knew how to play the flute.
0: You wish you knew how to play the flute?
1: No, lute. yeah. Well, I said flute, but I actually reconsidered. I want to play the fiddle.
0: Oh, the fiddle lute.
1: The fiddle lute. <gasps> we should invent an instrument.
0: That's a fiddle lute.
1: It's a fiddle, you can play but yeah, because you kind of hold the fiddle like up by, by your lips by, anyway. Up by your lips. You could go.
0: I like the idea though. Also, think about the idea of uh, the thing <Twist enthal Miyaz��> you strum the fiddle with being just a regular flute with strings on the bottom.
1: Okay. So
0: you're. You're constantly moving the flute. and it, So it'll probably sound more like... Doo, 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 as it comes underneath your <laughs> airstream. But you're playing fiddle while also having a metronome No, the trick is you got to
1: move your head with it.
0: That'd be, that's impossible to do. I, I just tried to do it. I couldn't even do it without a, without a fiddle also there.
1: What about um, um, a harmonica? I feel like I would learn to play harmonica well. Is, that the mute, the, is harmonica the instrument that's in Piano Man?
0: I think that's a... Yeah. Pia- okay, I think a piano man yeah. is a piano. No,
1: no, no, no. No, the, no, like, no,
0: no. By Elton John?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, speaking of Elton John, Katie. It's all right. No,
1: it's by Billy Joel. You are doing
0: fine. I guess it's all right. It's by right. Billy
1: Joel. Don't be ridiculous. Going to the
0: end of time. I guess it's all right. Reaching the last page. Oh, yes, it's all right. What the are internet you won't pay your wage.
1: Oh my gosh! Is that Hello a and welcome
0: to End of the Line. I didn't like show this where, bit. <laughs> the show where I type in. This was actually I I I thought the joke was that you you didn't like the bit and so it's this by is a Billy callback, Joel.
1: Don't be ridiculous. Sorry,
0: this is a callback to the other the, our our previous podcast that, that's dead and no longer exists. Listen to this one instead. Uh, but and I don't like this bit very much. But one of our listeners that our carryover listeners said you should bring back End of the Line, and so I'm is doing it, by it for. PNHL? Pianney Joe? Who's Pianney Joe?
1: <laughs> I combined Piano. Who is Piano, piano
0: Joe? <laughs> Hello. I'm Piano Joe.
1: <laughs> piano? No, Billy Joel. P-
0: <laughs> uh, piano Joe's this a is, pianist. Listen. Oh, yeah, that's that's definitely a harmonica.
1: Yeah, exactly. Thank you. But
0: back to the bit we're currently in the middle of. This is end of the oh, line. Oh, I wasn't paying this attention the to
1: the intro song because I was trying to find Billy Joel singing Piano Man.
0: Okay, so this is... Okay, whoa. Anyway, this is a... Uh, what end of in line, the world
1: which, was that? Are you going to cut that out? Because that did not make any it. sense.
0: I'll explain it in a second. This is end of the line. Here's the here's a bit of the show. I put in piano. I hit the news tab and I scrolled to the last page of news articles and found... Uh, article that I find interesting. So this is the end of the line because we've 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 reached the end of the internet about pianos. Here's the title of this story. Colts owner buys Elton John's piano for ninety uh nine hundred and fifteen thousand dollars.
1: I feel like that's not high enough for Elton John's piano. i I was
0: that's why I picked this one because I thought it was surprising. Yeah, that only cost $915,000. Yeah, I feel to like you could,
1: I feel like it's probably worth a lot more than that.
0: Yeah, owner got a steal. But the reason I said, is well, Is Elton
1: John alive?
0: I don't know, but here's the reason I said, well, Katie, and you're going to think this is weird, okay? Okay. This is on Fox 19, so a Fox a Fox news station, okay? Yeah. And in the byline, so who wrote this, it's by CNN. Oh! I was under the impression these people were worked against each other. I did not know. I did not know these two could team up. This is the crossover level of the Avengers, and it's like recent too. It's not like this was oh, written Elton before. Oh, John's still
1: alive. Good for him.
0: I wonder if he just was like, "I bet you, I can sell." Uh, I bet you, I can sell this this uh, piano. piano
1: for nearly a million dollars.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you just if you need a million dollar pick me up, just
1: I mean, I don't think a- Elton John needs a million dollar pick me up.
0: How long do you think Elton John needs to own a piano before it's Elton John's piano?
1: That's a good point. Can he can he buy a piano and then turn around and sell and be like, "This was Elton John's piano"?
0: Yeah, can they do it? Can they do a um, just do it like a in and out Elton John piano thing? Yeah, but, just yeah, if, he, if as
1: long as Elton John has owned the piano, like he has been the primary owner of that piano for more than like ten seconds, does it make it Elton John's piano and worth a million dollars?
0: I think legally, it but needs then to you be, then
1: you would flood the market, and every all of Elton John's pianos would go down in value.
0: I think legally for it to be Elton John's piano, it needs to be bedazzled.
1: That's oh, that's fair.
0: That's okay, kind of so Elton John's whole say buy thing. a
1: bedazzled piano, and Elton John looks at it. No, he has like, to bedazzle that's it mine. by hand. Oh, he have to do it by hand? hand. Okay, yeah, that's Elton still John a be- lot of money for that amount of work.
0: Uh, so this is this is uh the piano, the keyboard from the Heritage uh auctions over the weekend for a whopping ninety-one. Yeah. Uh, John uses piano for nearly two decades. Oh, this is a, okay. This is so a,
1: twenty years he has to have a piano before he can be called Elton John's piano.
0: Uh, he signed the piano in the, with this sentence. It's a very nice sentence. It's a very cute sentence. Elton John, I'm so proud of you. There's an image of you here. You have very bedazzled baseball outfit. But here's what he wrote: Enjoy this as much as I have, Elton John. Uh, Aww. Which is cute, but it also sounds like he's telling Elton John to enjoy it. It sounds like a third person is enjoy this as much as I have, Elton John. Um, but yeah, so this is his piano. Elton John is a f- funny-looking man. This is the latest purchase from EarthStraight ads to his already extravagant collection. Okay, here's here's what the Colts owner has. Can I tell you some of the things he has?
1: Yeah, you can tell me some of the things he has.
0: This guy owns handwritten lyrics from Bob Dylan, a drum head by Grateful Dead drummer Mikey Hart, another piano from John Lennon, a drum kit from the Beatles, a tomato soup wrapper signed by Andy Warhol, and a script from the movie Jerry Maguire. I think the least impressive one is the tomato soup wrapper because it's, it's a tomato soup wrapper. What is that? Why is that guy? Um, so yeah, this is, this is Elton John's piano. That was the end of the line. We've ended the line. Elton John's piano sold for a lot of money. Kitty, by the way. Yes. I I just saw funny news the other day that I think you'll enjoy.
1: Okay, Uh, totally.
0: There was a receipt for art that was going to sell for $55,000.
1: Okay, a receipt Uh, for art?
0: Yes, because a long time ago, there was a French artist. I forget his name, but you can Google this. He sold imaginary art. That was his thing. Oh, okay. a, a lot of solid gold was what he exchanged oh, it for, okay. and he would send with the imaginary art to the rich people a receipt saying you've now owned this imaginary art. It's an NFT. Yes, but no, it was it, there was no image of anything. It was just an empty frame with yeah, a. Yeah, it's, rec-
1: an, it's an NFT.
0: But the reason that this this receipt is worth a lot of money, and this is funny, is because the artist encouraged people to fully own my imaginary art. You must burn this piece, this receipt, and throw more gold into the bottom of the river. And so there, so there's very few receipts remaining, and so the one receipt for this imaginary art is going to sell for a lot of money. I, I don't, I was this artist a scam artist?
1: Yeah, but like a really smart one, like Banksy.
0: <laughs> is Banksy a scam
1: artist? No, I don't know.
0: Banksy would sell imaginary art.
1: It, he, that's exactly right. Banksy would sell imaginary art. There was an episode of Doctor Who where it implies that the Doctor is Banksy.
0: <laughs> That'd be the funniest freaking twist on this entire show. It's Doctor is Who. Is that, that the doctor was Banksy. That'd be so funny if they just like came out and said it one day. All right. So Katie, what should they do for World Piano Day?
1: Buy Elton John's piano. Everyone pool our money together. I'm sure we'll have enough.
0: All listeners of this show and everybody who sees a TikTok and everybody who sees the Instagram pool their money and I bet we can get Elton John's piano or we could just steal it. This guy already has two pianos.
1: This guy, why does he have two pianos?
0: You didn't even listen to the... I closed the end of the line, but he has a collection of other people's famous junk, and oh. he has somebody else. He has John Lennon's piano, I believe.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool, too.
0: He has I wonder lots of if it was
1: less expensive or more expensive than Elton John's piano.
0: That's a great question. It better Next be less. Day, it is now Wednesday, uh, which is the 30th, March 30th. And Katie, I'm going to let you lead this one. You're in control for this one. Don't look up the day. Just take take the lead. Go ahead.
1: I'm not allowed to know what the day is.
0: Nope. Go ahead. Lead.
1: All right. It is now March 30th, the Wednesday. Um, Welcome, everyone, to Wednesday, March 30th. Uh, today is a really good day for celebrating because it is National Narwhal Day.
0: Did you look that up? No. Oh, you, you decided that's for the day?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you okay. told me not to look it up, so I didn't look it up.
0: I didn't expect you to so boldly pick a day. I thought yeah, you were No. It's it's just run with it for a minute.
1: It's National Narwhal Day, and I, do I have some fun facts for you. Some people think that the narwhal is a mythical creature, like the reindeer or like Santa Claus. But the narwhal- the reindeer? (laughs) The reindeer
0: are a mythical creature. I know. Are you reading something, or did you just say that out the top of your head? I just said it,
1: okay? Oh
0: my goodness, Katie. Did you mean a unicorn? No. Okay.
1: I was just saying- not, I some also people don't think, think some people think that the narwhal is a mythical creature, like a reindeer or like Santa Claus. However, the narwhal is actually real. And they live in the in the Atlantic. No, they live in the Arctic Ocean. And they have blubber to keep them warm and really long tusks that they use to uh attract, the mate. attract a mate.
0: They, the tusk relates to the length. That's all why I'm would you say, say that? That's all I'm gonna say, and you know, tell, yeah, no, I, that's a thing. It's true.
1: I know it's true, but why would you say it on our family-friendly podcast?
0: I did well, they don't. The kids won't know what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> it's called Sometimes innuendo. star wars,
1: it's actually just really one big tooth, and they have two teeth. Sometimes both teeth get big. Yeah, but usually well, it's just one big tooth.
0: Katie, do you want to keep being in control, or are you happy to let me to relinquish yeah, control? Yeah, okay,
1: so I have a confession to make. It's not actually national Narwhal our wall day. I made all of that up because Colton wouldn't let me see what the actual day is. But
0: you did a great job celebrating this day, because today is national I am in control day.
1: Okay, That. so everyone needs to celebrate Katie.
0: Now, not just
1: you. I, no, yeah, celebrate I was in control, so celebrate me.
0: Okay, so we're celebrating Katie today. Yep. So na- national Ask I am in control I'll day. Answer them. It is observed annually on March 30th. The day is commemorated for two reasons. First, to encourage people to take control of their lives. Second, there was an assassination attempt (laughs) on the president of the U.S. made on that March 30th, 1981.
1: And so that means (laughs) that makes it I am in control
0: day? The then Secretary of State Alexander Haig took control of the situation and while answering questions in press, briefly uttered the famous words, I am in control. (laughs) I did not know this is what we were celebrating. Was the president... Who was president in
1: 1981? I don't know. I'm not I, that old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't asking you to... I, I was hoping you would look it up, but I got it. Oh, I just looked at the year 1981. It doesn't immediately come up. 1981 president was... Uh, Ronald Reagan and Jimmy Carter? What? Why did two presidents come up? This This is... This is not the year that they switched presidents, or voted, I guess. Maybe it's the year they switched. Maybe they're passing on. Yeah,
1: because technically but 1981 would be the end of Ronald Reagan and the beginning of... Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter.
0: Wasn't Jimmy Carter... like they like switch a,
1: in, like, January?
0: Yeah. Wasn't Jimmy Carter, like, a movie person?
1: No. That's Who was Ronald a movie Reagan. person? That's Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. Ron- Jimmy Carter was a peanut farmer.
0: That's a good job to become a politician.
1: Yeah, and a para- according to my extremely old uh history US history teacher he was the only one of like the only three presidents who never committed any naughty acts well president Ronald
0: Reagan didn't commit any naughty acts no
1: not Ronald Reagan Jimmy Carter uh, was the peanut farmer
0: okay i was going to say cuz i'm currently reading uh What is Ronald Reagan best known for? And it says Reagan enacted cuts in domestic uh, spending, cut taxes, increased military spending, which contributed to tripling the federal debt. Oh, yeah, I know. That's a pretty naughty act, Katie.
1: No, I meant (laughs) I meant naughty, naughty, like naughty scandalous acts. Uh, And I was also talking about Jimmy Carter. And now he works for Habitat for Humanity, which is pretty cool. He was like a genuinely like a good guy.
0: By the way, is Jimmy Carter passed to Ronald Reagan on 1981. Jimmy okay. Carter's older than Ronald Reagan. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan was like, was like the cowboy of the. I think he played cowboys in in movies, but he was like the cowboy he was in
0: American Psycho. He was. It says he was. He was also in Forrest Gump. What? Oh, he, he was in Forrest Gump, I believe. Okay. But, why? Who? Who was Ronald Reagan in America? I'm clicking cast. Did and you I watch
1: must- American Psycho?
0: No, I just I was looking at Ronald Reagan's Wikipedia page, and it said uh, scene in," and Ronald Reagan was one of the was was, yeah. It's just okay. He's not. He's the only person on this list of actors who is not attributed in any way. It just says Maybe Ronald he just Reagan shows
1: up as himself, like on a the TV. Normally, you attribute like it Trump underneath in, in that one movie in Home Alone Two, Lost in okay, New I'm York. L-
0: I'm Did looking. Did you at hear Home that? Alone. What.
1: My belly just went made a narwhal sound to celebrate National Narwhal Day.
0: We'll save it for That's next. That's literally,
1: literally what it sounded like.
0: Save it for the next day because we are celebrating something pretty similar to that in the next day.
1: Okay, ha- let's move on.
0: Uh, no, we still have some time to talk about uh, taking control. So okay,
1: today, well, I'm in control here, and we're I'm <laughs> moving us on.
0: Now, tell me about a time that you took control of the situation, other than this time. Don't say this time.
1: I took control right now. I am now. I am now in charge of this podcast. I'm in control.
0: Okay, guess what the first date on this holiday this holiday timeline is?
1: 10,000 BC.
0: No, it was when President Reagan was shot.
1: Oh, okay. March, <laughs> March 30th,
0: 1981. Our March 30th assassination attempted <laughs> on Reagan is shot in the chest. I'm glad he, I mean, I'm not super glad he's, like, I don't really have any strong feelings about Reagan, but it's nice that he didn't get murdered because then we had to learn about one more president who got murdered. Yeah,
1: that's fair. I feel,
0: like, I feel like that's the biggest thing we do in, did uh, you know,
1: like, as far as mortality rates go for the number of positions, president is the most dangerous job? Yeah, that makes
0: sense. There's only been a few of them, and there's been a lot of— I know. There's,
1: how many, been like, there's only been how a few presidents.
0: How many presidents have been assassinated, like, total? Do you know? That's a
1: great question.
0: Because I can only think of the two. Uh, the been two? Assassinated. I can okay.
1: only think of the one.
0: Well, Abraham Lincoln.
1: Yeah, obviously. That's and John F. Kennedy. Was... Oh, right. I forgot about him.
0: In the course of history of the United States, four presidents have been assassinated. Uh, Abraham Lincoln. There have been several presidents that have been uh, like, attempted assassinated, oh, but yeah, only obviously. the one. Speaking of that, I think it was Ronald Reagan shortly after his like, assassination attempt. He was giving a speech somewhere and a balloon went off while he was giving the speech. And you could hear it. You could watch the speech. He was talking to the mic a balloon exploded behind him and he went, miss me. And just kept talking. Yeah. Every, it was like, it was like weeks after he got shot and missed me. And then I kept talking and everybody in the crowd went wild. They all started laughing so hard. And I would very, too, honestly. Oh, did you see that President Zelensky apparently touched his mic to prove that he was where he said he was? Oh, because, really? Yeah, because uh, Vladimir Putin was giving a press conference to show like strong, strength and uh, showing that I'm still in the capital, strength. And during it, he outstretched his arm, and uh, his hand phased through the other person's mic. Oh, really? So uh, clearly, he was green screened somewhere. Yeah. And so at the in the next conference that Vladimir, uh, sorry, that uh, Zelensky was seen in, I, it, he ended it by grabbing hold of his mic and moving it back and forth to prove that he was actually it was a, there. Yeah, that's cute. Not, it, I mean, it's not, not cute. Hiding somewhere.
1: I'm not saying it's cute. Oh, it's
0: absolutely not cute. It's a terrible thing, but it's it's a really baller move. I feel like he's the most baller person like in the world right now. He's. The first time in a long time there's a president that has dear universal approval uh, in America, but it's
1: it's the not president our of Ukraine.
0: So it's I mean, it'd be cool. He should I wonder if Okay, what I'm recommending is definitely an empire, but he should take <laughs> he, he should take control of American government too. I don't That'd think that cool. America
1: would take too kindly to that.
0: Because yeah, the, cause that would definitely be like a hostile takeover of the government, but it's freaking It's because Zelensky. I'm a I'm a fan of him. He seems really chill and cool. Not chill. He's in a very bad situation. Pray for him. He's doing awesome though. Yeah. Next day. You ready? Okay. What What should we do on that day? By the way, take control. What should you do?
1: Yeah, take control. Um, take over the podcast. Take Colton's mic away from him so he can stop talking about President Zelensky.
0: I feel like it's not controversial that he's a cool dude.
1: No. No, I'm not saying it's controversial. I'm just saying it's definitely boring for me. So I wonder how how entertaining it will be for our like our like 15-year-old listeners.
0: Fair enough. We have okay, so we have <laughs> our old podcast had one episode called Sorry About Wednesday, because Wednesday was just bad and we kept apologizing through it throughout the Wednesday. And I feel <laughs> I feel similar about this this episode. Sorry about this week. Yeah, uh it's been fine, but we've just been tired.
1: I feel like I, I feel really like am we've tired sounded tired. I am really tired. I've been doing dishes so too many times.
0: Even though we're so, so tired, we're going to power through just for you. Right, Katie?
1: Right, Colton. Why There's are we been tired? 12 ou-
0: There's been about 12 hours between that last clip of us saying we're tired in this clip now.
1: <laughs> oh, really? <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh,
1: oh, man. I didn't know that we were where we cut off. Yeah, we, we had ended to take it- a good long cry.
0: We did. I was tired and sleepy and
1: Oh, I didn't think you would actually go along with that. I thought you were gonna say, We didn't cry.
0: No, we did. I did oh. for sure. Yeah, no, oh. I was I got like a total of like four hours of sleep last night and I've cried six times today.
1: Oh my gosh. Colton, are you okay? Uh have some water, you're gonna have a headache.
0: Yeah, no, here's the thing. Every time that I would talk for a while, it stopped at like about probably four. Every time I would talk, my lips would start quivering if I talked for too long without being interrupted, and then I would start crying. And I don't know why. Don't
1: <laughs> That's know. concerning, actually. Yeah,
0: I don't know what was wrong with me or why I was so upsetty, but I'm Fulton much better. He
1: can't function on, on low sleep. It's always been that way for him.
0: Oh, absolutely. No, I, he yeah, just I, gets,
1: really, he gets really emotional with a very low sleep.
0: Uh, that, yeah, you're right. It's very true.
1: But you know, did you have a nap?
0: Uh, I had what was equivalent to a nap without ever actually falling asleep in that I laid still for a long time and never actually fell asleep, to my knowledge. But it I feel revitalized. I feel ready. I feel great. Katie? Yes, Colton. What's the best place you've ever been? Fishing. No, but location-wise. What's the best location you've ever been?
1: Any place that I've been fishing.
0: Okay, keep telling me cool places you've been because I have... I'm, I'm, <laughs> You wanna I know all sure. the
1: countries I've been to? I feel no, like no, we've talked no. about this already. Places,
0: places, places, specific locations you've been. Not okay. a country, but like a specific thing that you've gone to. And then one time I went
1: to Puppy Alley, which is where a bunch of puppy salespeople <laughs> sell puppies in a tent.
0: <laughs> that, okay. That is a very cool place. That's not where I was gonna that's not what I'm aiming it for. It sounds
1: fake. Puppy Alley, where where shady puppy salesman sell puppies in a tent, sounds They're like a shady. fake made up thing. Um, not shady. But, but it's real and I've been there so many times.
0: My grandma bought a puppy there one, uh, a couple years ago. Yep. It was a uh, golden doodle. So, Katie, today is March 31st, Thursday, March 31st. I need you to tell me a cool landmark you've seen. That's going to be a hint.
1: A cool landmark that I've seen? Yes. Um. Oh, man. This shouldn't be that hard. I've, you haven't seen I've that many cool anywhere. landmarks. I know. I've never been anywhere cool. It's hard to think of one.
0: Okay. You're going right. to be.
1: Niagara Falls.
0: That's a good guess. You're going to feel so silly when, you, when I tell you what the day is. What is the day? Today is Eiffel Tower Day.
1: Oh, I have seen that.
0: <laughs> you climbed it. you were up there. Yeah, the I climbed Eiffel the Eiffel
1: Tower. Do you know when you're climbing the Eiffel Tower, like every 50 stairs, there's like a sign that in French and in English says like, wow, you're looking tired. Or wow, you're kind of <laughs> sweaty. Or like breathing a little hard there, aren't you?
0: That's funny. Like
1: they taunted you all the way up the stairs.
0: That's so it's to bully you to get up there.
1: I guess. I mean, I made it, made it, so it worked out.
0: Um, tell me about what did you enjoy the Eiffel Tower?
1: I actually really enjoyed the Eiffel Tower. It was really fun. Um, we got to obviously take a tour and climb the Eiffel Tower. We up at the top. It was my 18th birthday too, so I spent the eight my eight. I turned 18 at the top of the Eiffel Tower. Um, and then we, oh, we had a guy. Uh, what was his name? Our, our tour guide. He was very nice. He took a picture with me um, so that we could post it on our on his like review page so that more people would book him for tours. And he told us about this man who like tried to build himself a human kite because he thought that with the right material. He was a tailor, with the right materials humans could fly. And so he built himself like a kite suit. He jumped off the Eiffel Tower and he died. There's a video <laughs> of it on YouTube.
0: No. on And they, they live it up on
1: YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Why would they that's, at, least that's it? What my, at least that's what my my tour guide said. Man, I, I wish I could remember his name. It was like it was like Kenny or something. That's he had blue hair.
0: That's so bad. Uh.
1: Also, the guy who built the Eiffel Tower had his office was in the top of the Eiffel Tower, and he would walk because there was no elevator at the time. He would walk up and down the stairs every day. It was like a two-hour climb to like get to the top i only got i didn't we didn't go all the way to, we went to like the second story yeah like the the top the top like you can take an elevator to it now but it's so high and you can like feel the wind moving it and the line to get up there was so long that we just stayed at the second part which is still incredibly tall it's taller than all the buildings basically in france um I mean not france in uh paris
0: can i tell you a funny a funny thing about paris that i know?
1: Yeah, why would you let me talk about Paris for so long? I think I've made because my Paris, listeners go to sleep.
0: Paris is cool. You told a funny story about a guy dying with yeah. Pipe some back guys with were peeing clothes. on the street. Peeing on the street. Uh, in Paris is a very cool place, but in culture, it's hyped up a lot more than it like actually realistically deserves. Would you say? Like no. if you okay, well, you saw a person peeing in the street, so I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Ratatouille left out the peeing the peeing homeless man. So I don't think uh,
1: he wasn't homeless. He just didn't want to go to his house to pee.
0: Oh, okay. Well, Ratatouille didn't mention the peeing man, but uh there's a syndrome called Paris syndrome, and it is uh takes place a lot. Is it's it happens pretty often, specifically with Japanese populations where the disappointment of Paris compared to what they imagine Paris to be is so great that they get physical uh, illnesses. I put up an, an Atlantic article. Not that it's the most, uh, it's not the most, um, you know, uh, trustworthy article. But uh, there's been a, bu- there a bunch of articles that mention the same thing. But here are the here are the symptoms according to the Atlantic. Paris Paris syndrome manifests itself differently in different people, but amongst the most common symptoms are. Acute delusions, hallucinations, <laughs> dizziness, sweating, and feeling of uh, persecution. Um, so basically, apparently, it's like a psychological thing where, uh, with at least six cases this year, and the is being flown back to his or her country under medical supervision.
1: Oh, no. Uh, usually, how do, diagnose, how do you tell it you're getting sick from being disappointed in Paris and not like COVID?
0: It's also very possible that maybe uh, there's just a neurotoxin in Paris that only the Japanese populations are are weak to. Oh, only, only... <laughs> a Japanese targeting neurotoxin. No, I uh, think that, that same thing
1: kind of happens at, um, with, like, different countries for different countries, you know? Like, yeah. I think I it was, I like, th- I read, like, India or something for America. Like, Americans, they have, like, this idea of what India is going to be and then it's different or something like that.
0: Yeah, and, like, in... In uh Japanese culture, there's a lot of like uh movies and television about coming to Paris and it's almost like the city cares that a person, a random person, is there, if that makes sense. Yeah. In, like the, in the movies and television. And so when they get there and they discover that they're just another person in another city and, and not only really is matter. it just
1: another person in another city, that the French people are kind of mean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if you're French, do you listen to this? Uh i well, no, Blue, why French... are you here?
1: So- <laughs> No, the, the French are kind of, they're just kind of rude.
0: Uh, all French, Katie, this just in, Katie Pratt thinks all French people are the worst.
1: I do. I think French people are rude.
0: Uh, so the Eiffel Tower, I think, I think, I think you and I can handle uh, making a kite suit that actually works from the Eiffel Tower.
1: Okay, so that actually, no, I think I would plummet and fall to my death.
0: No, I think that's Katie and I's wheelhouse is, I think, an integral part of this. Will be bamboo because I don't know
1: if the guy had bamboo on his kite suit.
0: Because bamboo is light and pliable, and I'm fairly certain that's what the Wright brothers made their first plane out of was bamboo. Are you sure? I'm fairly no, you're certain. Fairly certain. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up then. What would was the that is first one
1: clicky keyboard
0: plane made of? It is a clicky keyboard. I'm sorry about that. Spruce. Okay, it's spruce.
1: You were wrong.
0: I was so wrong. Okay, so we need spruce.
1: Like spruce. Is- <laughs> building a plane or are we going to make a kite suit?
0: No, we're going to build a wooden set of wings that will glide.
1: Okay, like Icarus.
0: And we're going to fly right up to the sun. Our Uh feathers are going to melt off Mm -hmm. and we're going to plummet to our death.
1: Like Icarus.
0: But we will be remembered forever in history and legend.
1: Yeah, because people like like Kenny, Kenny, my tour guide, are going to tell about us for the rest of our lives. And we're going to have... Our lives will be over for the rest of his life. Yeah, it will and we're also gonna, traumatize anyone who sees it.
0: Yeah, I feel like any like stunt art is traumatizing. Oh, speaking Fair. of tra- speaking of traumatizing stunt art, can I tell you the most crazy stunt art I've ever I've ever heard about? Okay, tell me. Uh, there was this girl, and what her stunt was was she would stand still for twenty four hours and not re- talk or move, and you could do whatever you want to her. And I think was, everyone's
1: like, heard about this.
0: Uh, well, I'm still gonna tell the story because it's wild. And there was like a bunch of uh. Bunch of stuff on a table. You can use like to mess with her, and like at first, people just kind of like was messing with her clothes and stuff. And by the end, a lot these a lot of these people were like people that were like not strangers to her, you know. And by the end, she had lost all her clothes, and she had been stabbed by like she had rose thorns shoved into her gut, just all across her gut. At one point, there was a loaded, cocked gun being held to her head. Why are you
1: saying that with such glee in your voice? No, I'm saying it.
0: I'm saying it with like absolute astonishment that humans. That would be willing to do that. Like no, I No, yeah. If
1: you take the responsibility away from people, they're willing to just kill people. Like there's this experiment That's... that happened that basically the people who are doing the experiment were brought in and said, Hey, we're testing an experiment. Um, just hit this button and it's gonna deliver a shock to the guy in the room next to you. And mm. just every time we tell you hit the button up from it, it'll deliver a more intense shock. And mm. then as they start hitting, um, as they like start they, they obviously wasn't delivering a shock to anybody. This was Yeah, that wasn't the test, but the test was to see how many times they would shock this random guy. And so he, they hit the first one, and there was like no sound. And they hit the second one, he goes ah, and you could like hear it through the wall. Yeah. And then eventually they just keep saying it's gonna be okay. Like none of this is gonna come back on you. We're just it's an experiment for a medicine. Yeah. Um. So like all all the responsibility is off of you. It's all on us. And so eventually, like when they get to like the fifth one, um, the guy, the the voice from the other room is like pleading, like I have a heart condition. Please don't do that again. Um, mm-hmm. like I, I, that hurts so bad. Please don't. I'm gonna like I have a heart condition. Yeah, and then the the people who run the experiment are like, go ahead and do it. It's fine. It's on us. And yeah. lots of them, most of them, went all the way up to the top. Even after the heat, they would hit the button, and the other voice wouldn't respond anymore.
0: That's they would so be, still be
1: hitting the highest button because it's not on them if they kill the guy.
0: That's terrible. There's also okay, very similar thing. We dad and I watch this whole. Uh, it's called The Push. It's a documentary, and it's a basically a British uh, like mentalist magician mm-hmm. who through a through a series of very small manipulations mm-hmm. manipulates a person into uh, pushing somebody off a roof. And was this a movie
1: or like a, this was
0: a documentary. Like it happened like a real experiment. Uh, And so like through a a series of very small experiments where uh, like it's small things. Like the first thing is this person that's going to manipulate shows up to uh, a met gala. That's black tie. But he was told to wear it's just like uh, like dress nice. So they're all, everyone was in tuxes and ties and he was in uh, slacks and a button up. And so that was like intentional too to make him already feel off, like off kilter Mm -hmm. and like out of place. And then the next thing was they, they made him put uh, little vegan flags into all the not-vegan meats, into all the oh, not-vegan no. meals. And th- that was the next thing. And then after that, a dude died, as far as he knew. He died. And the way that they did it was the guy laid down. When he ran out, he, the guy ran out of the room to grab something, and when he ran back, they had replaced him with a identical lifelike zombie uh, puppet. Like, identical. Like, like, even had hair follicles and pores on its face, so you could not tell it wasn't yeah. a real person. And the, this dude carried a dead body, as, as he knew out of the room and hit it and then later discovered that um basically all all the time he's doing other small manipulations to get his emotions all out of whack yeah and uh eventually it's like th- that guy wasn't dead but if you don't if he forgets his medicine he, he you'd think he's dead he turns into a corpse you think he's dead but he's not he's not dead and basically it turns out after a bunch of manipulations this guy's gonna sue all of you you're gonna be broke and he's sitting up on the roof on like the edge of the roof which he had done mm-hmm. earlier and they talked about and basically they try to convince this guy It'd be a lot easier if you just if you just would push off the roof, you just push him off the roof. It'd be a lot easier. No one would know. We'd all vouch for you. And um, in the show, you've been rooting for this guy for like two hours and he doesn't push. And you're like, yes, good job. You prove that humans are better than that. And then it cuts to show three other people who this exact same experiment happened, that they all push this guy off the roof. Oh,
1: my gosh.
0: Three separate people, three out of four of that experiment were willing to murder a guy to cover up everything.
1: I want to watch that. What's it called? The push. The push. On Hulu,
0: I think. Oh my Isn't gosh. Isn't that so I'm cool that. though? That
1: is so cool. How did, When did you watch that?
0: Dad and I watched it well, when I was home for one weekend.
1: Okay, cool. I will so watch it. That sounds awesome. On
0: Eiffel Tower Day. <laughs> Don't
1: push someone off Don't the roof. Don't push
0: anybody off the roof. That would be terrible and scary. And uh, although if you got convinced, you probably would make a pretty dope documentary. Next thing we're going to be celebrating this is uh, a celebration requested by Codeman Vance on Instagram. We are going to be celebrating what I like to call the most. Uh, un- Unfunctional dogs heard K- me call them that several times Pugs is what pugs. we're celebrating today
1: They are so cute but also so deformed They look like little aliens If aliens invented dogs
0: uh, I'm gonna For my notes for the t- Friday I wrote Appreciate pugs requested by Codeman Vance on Instagram Talk about this pugs. and there's a link And the this that's the link Is a new story about The breeder that is making the French Bulldogs faith Healthier. There's a breeder that's breeding the French bulldog's face to have a big a snout again.
1: Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, uh,
0: and they're they're is going really well. Like they're very successful, and I think we should do that for pugs too.
1: I think that I, yeah, we need to enlarge the. I don't know what pugs originally were supposed to look like, but I feel like the head has stayed the same size and the face has kind of like shrunk. You know. If, yeah, yeah. Imagine if we bred humans the way we're breeding pugs. Like, for what reason? It's not cuter. They would be just as cute if their faces weren't deformed
0: and they they are unhealthy and they can't breathe like they can't breathe well. Sometimes they'll just
1: stop breathing because their faces are so deformed. They just can't breathe and then they die.
0: Here's a quote from.
1: uh, But they're super cute. They would be just as cute without without that.
0: Here's a breeder from the the quote in the Netherlands. It is not normal that a dog cannot do what he likes uh, likes most because of his body type. It's not normal for a dog to be kept calm when it's above 20 degrees outside. It's not normal for, it's not cute when a dog cannot breathe without making noise. A French Bulldog is the first and foremost dog. uh, It's first and foremost a dog. A dog is supposed to move freely and not be held back by his body. A dog is at its most beautiful when it is not obstructed by physical limitations. And that's Wow, this is riveting. (laughs) No, isn't that so, that's so like beautiful and nice. And I love that breeder for helping the Bulldog be able to live. And I too. think that, I think we should make that a goal for pugs as well. I, I agree. You and I, Katie, right, should start a company.
1: Let's grab every um, pug we see and Kidnapping. just take them by the... Take, no, take them, just like pinch the bridge of their nose and just give it a little pug, little tug. It does look kind of like... tug on the pug. It kind of does look, pug look pug like nose. when you
0: step on a uh, an a aluminum can.
1: Yeah, and, exactly. So, so I feel like, pull like you on could it a undo bit, it. It should just uncrinkle. The face it, will uncrinkle and expand like a telescoping... Fishing pole.
0: Imagine the amount of cartilage that would come out of that dog's nose.
1: Ew. It would all could, pop back into place. Like oh, <laughs>
0: I hate the I feel it in my nose. I hate that idea. Oh my goodness. That's so terrible. But pugs. Okay. okay. Have you ever interacted with a pug? I feel like pugs are drooly as well.
1: Um, I've never interacted with a pug personally. There was one pug that one time attacked my dog. I had
0: uh I have a distinct memory. My first and one of my first webkins was a pug. I think it was my second webkins actually. Yeah. Was a pug. And I remember going into a show and tell one day and wanted to show off my webkin stuff for my show and tell. And I uh, was get, giving my show to my mom ahead of time because I had anxiety. And so I couldn't do it without also being super prepared. So I was giving the show to my mom. And she said, I, I remember this feedback, which was maybe do less audience interaction. <laughs> for your show and tell, because every couple sentences, I would ask them like a trivia question about which one they thought, about like what they thought my answer would be for these anim- stuff, animals. That's so
1: funny that you did um you show and tell your webkins pug because when I had my first show and tell, I chose my Webkins koala bear. Oh and when my mom heard that I had a show and tell, she used it like a like a science report. Um, so that's what she, she, so we had, um, I, I looked up all the facts about koala bears. I wrote them all down. Um, I learned that koala bear babies when they're born are the size of a jelly bean. Um, Aww. so I got a bag of jelly beans and handed them out to each person in the class. Oh no. To represent the koala babies. <laughs> yes. And then, and then, um, you had, did you have them that- eat
0: the koala babies?
1: we learned that koalas eat eucalyptus and so i um w- I, we went and bought like a shoot of eucalyptus like a little e- eucalyptus plant like i had props i it wasn't just a show and tell and that's the first day that i left my take home folder at home so when i got to class i had to pull a card because instead of taking my take home folder i took all my show and tell things and forgot Aww. my take home folder so i had to pull a card and then i cried so much well, because Katie, anytime I pulled a yellow card, and anytime my card went to yellow in first grade, I cried. In fact, actually, the first time, like after like, I only pulled the card like four times. But on the fourth time, she wrote in like a note to my mom, like she didn't cry this time, like happy face.
0: That's so funny. But also, Kitty, didn't you, didn't she tell my mom that you like she wouldn't have made you pull a card, but you, when you realized you didn't have it, started crying on your own and walked up and pulled the card without yeah. her telling you.
1: <laughs> I believe. that, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, there was a rule: if you leave it at home, you got to pull a card.
0: And I, but
1: Mrs. Dixon was like, "I wouldn't have made you pull a card, but you did it yourself."
0: And I, she wouldn't be like, "No, Katie, go back and unpull that card." Yeah, I know. But I think it's so funny that Katie, with her sense of justice, was like,
1: "No, <laughs> I <know>. and, <laughs> and, we and I have to pull like a card your own."
0: That's so funny. then also... anytime
1: I thought about having my report, I would get like this huge knot in my throat, like I couldn't swallow because I wanted to cry so bad because I left my folder at home.
0: That's so funny, Katie. I I think it's funny, Katie, how much you and I both took show and tell so seriously. Oh like yeah. I was,
1: we only had show and tell once in my entire life, and that was yeah, me that too.
0: time. Me too. All right. So that was celebrate the date. I hope Wait, you didn't. What the, notice. How do you
1: celebrate how do you celebrate pugs? Oh uh, show and just, tell. Take your sweatpants yeah, to show just and tell.
0: Did. Uh, pull on their nose real hard until the out. Yeah, cartilage pull on their nose out.
1: until it uncrinkles.
0: Don't do that. That might actually hurt the dog. Please don't, yeah, don't actually hurt.
1: Don't hurt. Don't actually hurt pugs.
0: Celebrate the day is not liable for any pugs that you do or do not pull. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Celebrate the Day. Sorry about that weird jut in the middle you might have heard. I was emotional. So uh, <laughs> we, we uh, hope you enjoyed. If you did, please, please, please go look at our TikToks. Go, uh, you know, check out all the other gunk that we do because we do a lot of gunk. It's kind of our whole thing. We're gunk doers. Uh. Is there anything else they need to know? Yes, know the socials. Go to uh, prattpodcast dot slash celebrate to find our website. And on that website, there's a link to all of our social medias. You can find us. You can follow us. We'll see plenty more content from us. I don't see think some- you
1: have to do that slash celebrate in order to get to our website.
0: You don't, but slash celebrate sends directly to our, like, the Celebrate the Date page. Yeah,
1: but our, our website's not that big. Like, they yeah, can find it.
0: That's true. Just go to prattpodcast.com and you'll find it. But you'll also follow our socials. You'll see content by Katie and I for TikToks. You'll see uh, my girlfriend's beautiful artwork that she makes for us every episode that's posted. And I know you want to see that. And also, if you would like, feel free to share with a friend. Or even if you don't feel like sharing the whole thing, share our TikToks. Because that's a pretty quick way to get somebody into the idea of us as a concept. Is our TikToks because that's our not best bits, but easiest to condense into a thirty second clip. Yeah,
1: oh, that's true. That's true. That's true.
0: Uh, so thank you guys all. You better
1: put that manatee bit in the TikTok.
0: The one that got cut.
1: You cut out of the you cut the manatee bit.
0: We cut the whole manatee day. You did. That was that was the day that Katie. That's why we did two days because that was the day that made me cry.
1: <laughs> no, but I had a really good manatee bit. What was it? It was, it was, um, you, he was just reading a list of manatee facts yeah. and I said, I said, oh, this is riveting. And you're like, you, fine, you do it, you do it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And then I started listing manatee facts and Colton said, that's exactly what I was doing. And I was like, yeah, but the difference is I'm lying.
0: It was a good bit in the moment. Uh, I think I still have the audio somewhere. I might just insert that audio right now. So here we go. During his first journey to the Americas, Christopher Columbus caught a glimpse of three mermaids, writing that they are not so beautiful as they are said to be, for their faces have some masculine traits. Well that's because manate- it's a if manatee. it was a manatee.
1: What masculine traits do you see in a manatee's face? It looks like a like a like a dog. Yeah, it looks like a cow. Uh, in the best way though. We are not hating on manatees in any way.
0: Oh, here's a good a good question. How long do you think manatees can go without breathing?
1: Um, eight minutes.
0: Uh 20 minutes they can go. Oh, really? That's yeah, really impressive.
1: On... Let's all try it right now.
0: But that's only if they <gasps> that's only if they float. If they're exerting energy, they can come up as often as every 30 seconds. Which seems uh impractical to have to surface every 30 seconds. At that point, just be a cow. Like, you don't need to go down if you can only go for 30 seconds. Okay, Kitty is holding her breath, which is going expressly against what we promised to do at the top of this day. But that's okay. Next thing I'm going to tell you about <gasps> manatees. Okay.
1: I, I could have gone longer, but I felt like you were going to get boring if I kept holding my breath. I
0: feel like I was going to get boring if you did, too, because you're not talking, <laughs> and I need somebody else to be funny. For sure. For sure.
1: I can hold a, a podcast on my own. Okay. Hold your breath. <gasps> All right. Fun facts about manatees: They weigh, on average, fifty to seventy thousand pounds.
0: You're doing the same thing I'm doing. I was doing. It's not funny either for either of us. Well, no, because mine are
1: all lies.
0: (laughs) 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 That's really funny, actually. Uh,
1: Thank you. I told you I could do it on my own. That's so funny
0: to me! Oh my goodness! Um, oh my goodness, that is so funny. Oh, that was the audio of Katie's manatee bit. Hope you loved it. Um, thank you guys all that so much. That was right
1: before we cried.
0: That was right before. Not we. Just, I mean, did you cry too?
1: <laughs> no, it's we. Did you cry too? Yeah, we cried.
0: Oh, Katie, I both cried. That was, we were both emotional today, apparently. Thank you guys all so much for listening to this episode of Celebrate the Date. I hope you enjoy. Come back next week. will be less emotional and hopefully more funny. Good. Oh, wait. Is there anything else we need to say? No. Oh, you said the uh, socials. I'm Colton Pratt.
1: I'm Katie Pratt.
0: And don't forget to celebrate the date. Good one.